This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my up- Upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In this week's episode of Triple T, Damn, knock it off. <clears throat> yeah, what are you doing? Dude, things around. Rustling like, a oh, fucking live. potato chip bag over there? What was it? It's my rosary. Oh. So my one of my friends who's a girl, uh, <laughs> and you know, just kind of smile, but at the same time look like you're sucking on a lemon. And you could say, I just went on a date with a bunch of hookers. Still muted. Shit. Yep. Sorry. Damn. I just walked in at the exact wrong time. <laughs> I put on headphones and no, like, it was the right you can say you went on a de- date with a bunch of hookers. What the fuck was just said? If a girl farts on a first date, is that like a nope? Is that a laughter piece? Is that something that's like, okay, good laughter sense piece. of humor? Bro, that's marriage material. Are you kidding me? Is it sounding to you like like he's going to a website called assmen.com? Tuesday morning, afternoon, Wednesday, Thursday, whenever you're listening to this. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. But time this has been raised, 27th. It's almost the last day of February. Oh, there's 29 days. It's a leap year this year. I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. But maybe if I was uh, listening to more of the friends Damn, talking dirty. Yeah, what are you doing? Fucking shit, Moving dude. Moving things around. Stop. You had t- time <laughs> to do that before we started. Every yeah, rustling like, a oh, fucking live? potato chip bag over there? Right when do we go live? What was it? It's my rosary. Oh, I, that makes sense. He's going, oh. <laughs> well, now I'm For the bad priest. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Please save me on this podcast because I know what's going to be happening. I got a small mouth. I have no eyebrows. And uh, yes, I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. We talked about it again this, um, this morning. <laughs> proud of it. Hey, you should be. Own it. Rock it. Whatever the thing is. But uh 
Dance yeah, before I forget, Deluxe Edition Network, check them out. Check them out. They're going to have the Denny's, um, not the restaurant, but the awards. Super excited. It's going to be in person. We'll, we'll let you know details. Maybe you can vote for, you know, Toby for the uh, most cigarettes consumed on a podcast. I can't confirm. I, I, I Most of them are audio-only podcasts, so I can't see. But Toby's doing pretty decent at it. Um, we're going to get them out there. Check out Films and Fermentation, Friends Talking Nerdies. And March is happening. There's going to be some new podcasts. Is it going to be this one? Maybe. I already know the answer, but I lost because I was trying to find like what they were going to be and kind of give some spoilers. So maybe while we're talking, if you see me looking at my phone, I'm going to I'm going to give some spoilers on what the next one is. But either way, the voices that you're about to see and the faces you do see is me, Matt. And uh, we got Dan who also goes by Lollygog. Gag, yeah, Lollygog. Lollygog, Dan. Lollygag, Dan. <laughs> yeah. He's a gogger, not a gagger. Um, and they call me Toby, too. Or Toby, what's up, you beautiful motherfuckers? Not much. Just uh, we spent the morning making fun of Dan's face again, trying to cheer up a friend. <laughs> she she laughed. Nice. Uh, got to hear Dan give what I would have assumed to be some of the worst flirting advice I've ever heard in my life. The fact that it worked oh. out. The fact that it hear? worked out and it some was, of this was, advice, Dan? What, it was. Yeah, it was Dan. Was it your brother? You want me to say it? So your brother married this girl? <laughs> No, no, no. My, yeah. So my, one of my friends who's a girl, uh, <laughs> and she, uh, she was telling me I'm a horrible, I'm horrible at flirting. And I'm like, it's not that hard for women. I think, I think if you just do some very basic things, it, it you could tell the guy, uh, that you like him. Well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, like just flat, you know, uh, flutter your eyes. What is that? Flutter your eyes, you know, blink really quick. And she's like, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? Well, my mom and my sister tried to get me to do that. And I look like I'm having a seizure or something like that. I'm about to go into a seizure. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I go, so can you just blink like three times in a row? Just really quickly? Oh, yeah, I can do that. And she did. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, if he says something kind of flirty or if he's around or something like that, just, you know, just kind of smile. But at the same time, look like you're sucking on a lemon. Like that, and so, no, I can do that too. So, so, so then a couple, a couple, couple, couple months later, uh, she she ended up uh, dating my brother, and they got married. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you gave the advice she goes, to she goes, your, thank, about thanks for the advice. So you yeah. gave advice to a friend <laughs> to date and give advice to your brother. So you you had some inside scoop what might work for your brother specifically. No, no, no. this is for her to do. Well, because he, she had a he thing didn't know that she was going to be dating his brother. No. Oh, so advice that happened to work out for your brother. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here now. I don't know if you guys can see me right now or not. Um, but yeah, I'm picturing this girl just going <laughs> and, and, and doing one of these. <laughs> And I'm like, no, yes. but I, if it's Dan's brother and it worked, it kind of makes sense. I'd be like, yeah, she he probably likes a dorky girl. We Is yeah. your brother in the medical field where maybe he could have been like, I need to save this girl from having a stroke and the reaction that no. she's having or whatever? Because that could have been some advice. I will say maybe this, Maybe that's though. how you get a no. doctor. I will no. say this. The, the Midwestern... Midwestern guys, we like we love our dorky girls. We like our dorky girls and our yeah. tomboys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where we are, it's kind of the same thing. Um, you know what I mean? The, let me ask you this, though. 
first date. I, I I don't know how long you've been, um, you know, with with your you know partner or whatever. Dan has been a long time. Uh, I know Toby and Angel have been married quite a few times, but I want you to think back. First date. We've been married once. Maybe it's somebody back there. <laughs> no, like for a long time. Oh, okay. I was like wait, for wait. a long time. Like you you you've been with you've been with Angel for a long time. So I, that's why I was let's let's think first date whether it's them or a first date in the past. If a girl farts on a first date, is that like a nope? Is that a laughter piece? Is that something that's like okay, good laughter sense of piece. Bro, that's marriage material. Are you kidding me? If she's yeah. already that comfortable that... around you, I'd be uh, first off, like Dan said, I I'd laugh my ass off. I'd be like and of course you say nice push right but then yeah. Yeah. you do have to question though okay how often do you do this like because i don't need somebody mm-hmm. smoking yep. me out while i'm in bed either although i don't have a sense of smell so i guess it's not <laughs> it's the principle of the matter with me but still because mm-hmm. farts are funny but there's a time and a place like you said me oh shit is it a medical thing the only reason is i had a buddy that went on a first date a long time ago and he, he was always he was the type of guy that you gave advice, whether, you know, Dan's giving advice or whatever. He would do the opposite. So we're kind of like, he's like, oh, where do I bring this girl? We're like, dude, don't bring her like eating a sub or chicken wings or something like that. Women think that's a tough first date with the food being awkward because then, you know, if she doesn't want to like, you know, meet this is me visually eating a sub and it's a funny thing. Uh, maybe then <laughs> she starts cutting the sub and then, you know, they're judgmental like, oh, shit, now I'm cutting a sub. What's he going to think? Well. He brought her to a sub place, naturally, because he doesn't listen. And when they were eating, he had her laughing so hard that a fart kind of came out. And him being awesome. him was like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being a little embarrassed. I'm like, so you brought her to a place eating a sub, which is awkward for, for people potentially on a first date. And she rips one and uh, didn't work out for them. But it was good for a while. <laughs> so some of the advice that I was given today, um, and uh, Dan, you can tell me if I was given good advice or not, but. You got to, there's too many, there's, so I haven't been part of the dating world for over 26 years. Okay. Because, yep, long time. I mean, that's how long I've been married. So, but what, one of the biggest things that I see is people are trying too hard to not just be natural, not be themselves. Everybody's trying to present themselves as somebody that's likable. Listen, if you're likable, you're likable. If you're not, you're not. And that doesn't mean you're not likable to everybody. It just means maybe not that person. So the advice I gave mm-hmm. was be yourself, be natural, wear comfortable clothes. I'm not saying, you know, if you're going to a, to a restaurant, don't wear like a t-shirt and a pair of sweatpants, you know, like your lounge clothes, but wear something that's comfortable to you and not like, you're not trying to dress up like dresses you would if you were going out to a place with friends. Right. Like if you're going to a a nice restaurant, dress the way that you would going to a nice restaurant with your friends. If you're going to a bar, dress the way you would go to a bar with your friends. Like don't dress in a way that is one going to make you feel uncomfortable while you're out. Um, And two, that doesn't that that's like it's playing you up as somebody that you're not. Right. Like, yeah, don't go to the Texas Roadhouse wearing a sequin ball gown. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's no need to wear unless you both no plan to, it and have a sense of humor. Yeah, that'd there's be no fun. need for you to wear, you know, three inch heels going out to a restaurant if you normally don't wear 
heels. You know what I mean? You're going to feel awkward. Your feet are going to hurt. Heels are always a bad idea for a first date anyway, unless it's just dinner and then you're both splitting from there. Because if there's any walking involved, fucking Christ. And good news, especially in the Midwest or where I live, lots of snow and three inch heels. So the best news, she uh, has a newfound gay best friend. Flamboyantly gay guy. I was like, use him. Use him to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Take him out to places, you know, grab a couple of different outfits that you think that you might like, that you'd feel comfortable in. Invite him over. Ask him what he thinks. He's going to tell you. A gay guy's going to tell you. He's either going to mm-hmm. be like, girl, you're on fire, or, oh, my God, that's trash. Like, they're not going to hold back. No. That's why I asked Dan. Nope. It's horrible mm-hmm. advice. The fuck? Horrible. I should have told her to act <laughs> like I should have told her to act like she was sucking on a lemon. It's hor- horrible. I said it was yeah. horrible advice. The worst. Oh, I will say yeah. this. I mean, I, I love Richie, but he gave I'm not, like I don't. The the worst advice that Richie gave the entire time was, just remember, you don't need anybody. I'm like, stop. Don't do that, <laughs> <laughs> Richie. God damn it! Don't don't do that. <laughs> This poor girl. Advice. You don't need anybody. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> just remember, you don't. You don't need anybody. I, I'm, I'm, I miss that part because I, I got halfway through Richie's uh, video and then I had to, I had to jump on here, so I'm not cut off yet. But oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 You give horrible advice, Toby. Just have her go yep. out, blink her eyes like she's having some kind of medical thing, and act yep. like she's holding in a fart the entire time. Yeah. Just have her do one. <laughs> Maybe blink at the same time while she's doing that. Am I cute now? Here's the here's an here's another question that was brought up during that. Since we're still talking about dating, um, do looks play a major factor when you're going out on a first date? Do you guys feel, or are you willing? I'm gonna say no because yeah. Uh, uh, The the only reason I'm saying is because I have to imagine, and um, you know, I haven't been in a relationship for 26 years. Uh, I spent a lot of time single, but before you go on a first date, you know kind of the general appearance these days. You're going to be probably Facebook friends. You're going to be on Snapchat. You're going to be sending, you have a general idea of what they look like. So I don't think you're going to walk into a first, unless it's a straight up blind first date. I think this day and age, you know a general, like what they're going to look like. So, I mean, for me personally, it's not going to be like, unless you're getting catfished and you know what I mean? You're expecting say five foot, 800 and something pounds and it's five foot four 320 then mm-hmm. i think the looks would be a little bit because you're not expecting that person but looks in general to an extent maybe i mean we all yeah. have our types right <clears throat> i've definitely uh have seen like beautiful women that once you start talking to them you're like uh <clears throat> that's about it's all that's all you got going on for you i guess yeah maybe not but <laughs> this first impression yep. is not good yeah so, well no i think per, i mean me, me personally personality is a huge thing like you gotta right, have conver- be able to hold a conversation have personality laugh at a fart not just like but some people we all have different the thing you is know? is you you need to try to find somebody that's going to be comfortable with who you are every day like who, mm-hmm. the type of the the person that you are Right. Which is why I try to tell people act natural, be yourself, be in a make your make sure that where you're going is going to be an environment that's comfortable to you. Things like that. And just don't hold back mm-hmm. on who you are. I mean, 
don't let all your fucking crazy out. Like, let that slowly develop and then see that before you your the relationship gets too much. But by the time you're done being in that dating stage and getting and moving into that relationship stage, there really shouldn't be a lot of secrets because it's where that's where things yeah. fail and when you're it's a now it's a distrust, dishonesty. You know, I, I should have kind of known this about you to begin with. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, on the same respect. Dan, Dan kind of brings up a good point, too. Um, now, I'm not going to say I, I feel like a lot of a lot of really attractive women have kind of almost been pushed into being that way. Because hmm. because men put beautiful women up on this pedestal, right? Like they're, they're a showpiece at, after a certain time. And I think women kind of find themselves if they're being treated a certain way. And I think this is the way with human nature in general. If you're being treated a certain Mm -hmm. way, you're eventually just going to continue to be that way because this is what people seem to want. Um, I, I find more often than not, a lot of guys don't go and try to ask out the good looking girl because they're just they feel like they're going to get rejected guys if you've got an amazing personality if you can make that that girl laugh if you can genuinely make her laugh and have a good time you're in don't don't take her Mm -hmm. looks as an automatic rejection because you don't feel you're at her level you'd be amazed at how many really good looking women don't ever have anybody approach them and the reason why they end up going out with mm. assholes is because the people that are approaching them are narcissistic, egotistic, these, you know, these kind of Chance. guys that, yeah, they're, they're the kind of guys that are like, of course, she's going to go out with me. Look at me. You know what I mean? She yeah. wants, I think, <laughs> I think when it boils down to it, men and women in general want somebody that they can relate to, that they can be themselves around and just have a genuinely mm-hmm. good time without things feeling forced. Right. So yeah, take your chances, go up. And if you think somebody's attractive and that's, that's your thing and you want to find out more about them, go talk to them. You're not going to hurt yourself on that first approach. Regardless, you're either going to go up and get rejected right. and you're going to be like, okay, well not for me, I guess, or I'm not for them. Or you're going to go up and you're going to strike up a conversation and you're going to get a feel for it. And then either things are going to go the way you want. Or you're going to be like, well, this doesn't work for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away. I think also a lot of guys, um, they sometimes they do go out and they put themselves out there and they get rejected, 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 right? And it becomes mm-hmm. a thing where it's like, you know, uh, you got to look at what's going on then inside of you and figure that out. You know, what are you doing to better yourself? Are you do you have your own hobbies that you're you know doing doing things that just better your situation? Um, because maybe it's something in your communication, you know, the way you're communicating. Uh, yeah, maybe, or maybe it's where you're change trying. just a little. You don't have to change yeah. yourself, you know, but you need to like improve yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's where you're trying to find this thing, you know. Maybe you're at a high end restaurant thing, and that's not your scene. You're more of a bowling alley guy, and you're trying to pick up, you know, the this woman that's you know, at a library or, and you don't read, you know what I mean? I feel like I've got some buddies that have always kind of played that card. You're like, you're going to a place that you don't go on. The bowling alley is the most, the bowling alley is the most overlooked underrated first date uh, in, in history. 
bowling alley is yeah. an amazing place for a first date. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you don't actually have to be good at bowling. And if you're really no. good at bowling, like movies are not really the greatest. I think you're sitting there you're, and you're not really conversating. You know, you're, you're there's no, you know, that's some down the road, you know, going to a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would put, I would put movie mm-hmm. at around like the third, fourth date range. Yeah. The, the first two yeah, dates yeah. have got to be something that you really want to kind of you want to you, you're really trying to get to know each other at that point. But you're trying to do mm-hmm. it in a relaxed environment, which is why I say, dude, a bowling alley is a slept on first date. There's so much shit going yeah. on. It's almost impossible for mm-hmm. you to stay focused on not being you. Right. Like right. it's just, it, you know, it, it's and it's fun. Like it's it's fun. I don't care if you're good at bowling or not. Obviously, if you if you're hooking up with a girl and she's got like those four inch nails, yeah, bowling's probably not going to be for her though. So let's still put right. it in mind. You get her the ramp, and she can just drop the ball down the ramp like the kids do. I don't want you to break a nail. Just aim the ramp. And just send her. So would that I be? Bump, would think that would be look at be looked at as like a dick move or insensitive? Like you're trying to talk shit about her if you were to do that. Oh. That could be taken either way, but I mean, hey, I'm looking out for you. Mm. You can't physically put your fingers in there. You probably dropped. I don't know how much nail things cost. It probably can't be cheap. Yeah, it's true. Unless like, you, unless you, she's gonna grip the ball and just chuck it without it. I don't. Well, like a guy, hmm. like as guys, we look at that as well. This is a practical solution, and and we're looking out for her interests, right? But would a girl look at that as like, you mm-hmm. think I'm a baby? Like, you know. Or why would you even bother to take me here in the first place if you thought that this was going to be a problem? You know, because is she going to feel embarrassed that she's got to use the ramp? Bro, I'll tell you right now, I'll use that damn ramp all day. I'll put, put the bumpers up. Make me feel better about my, my score. I don't care. <laughs> you could also like give her options, you know, like, how do you feel about this? Do you like this? You know, hmm. this is something yeah. that you'd be interested in. But then again, I guess if she gets that pissed off that you're trying to do a good thing and she gets that mad, hey, see ya. No second date, maybe. Hey, maybe that's that's, if she's going to get mad over something like that. What else are you going to get mad about? Dude, uh, listen. Oh, you didn't. I saw Hmm. I saw a video today where a woman was she was losing her mind about guys need to learn. I don't understand why guys can't just learn to take hints. Like, why do I got to talk to you like a child and explain every little thing? I'm like. Because that's what being an adult is. Convey your interest. Convey what you're trying to say. It's not my job to try to transcribe every little thing that you're saying. Because, first of all, if I get it fucking wrong, now I'm in even more trouble. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah. drop hints. It's a weird game like, to play. Guys aren't. Guys yeah. aren't. Yeah, and it's weird. It's a game. Guys aren't trying to. We're not trying to not pick up on your hints. It's, it's the fact that we've done that in the past. And we've been burned by it so many times by guessing the wrong thing that it's not it's not fun. <laughs> it's not it's not fun for me. My wife knows. She, yeah, and how many times have you? <clears throat> and I, that brings a point. Sorry to cut you off, Dan. Well, like, how many times have you heard a buddy or said yourself, "Ooh, I, should, I don't know if I should do that. I don't want to get in trouble." You know what I mean? There's all these relationships that kind of have that. Ooh, I don't. I don't know if I should hang out with you guys. Uh, I'm probably going to get in trouble. That whole fear aspect, whether it's the male portion, obviously I'm a dude, so I've, uh, you know what I mean? I haven't lived that life, but I hear my dude friends, but same as, as, as females as well. Like, I don't want to do that. He's going to be mad at me. And it's like over something so stupid. Like, come on. If- I think also 
Um, well, I, I think too, it's like, I, I think there's definitely a great point of like, you know, you have to be able to communicate to me well, but in return, I do think men, uh, need to learn good, proper communication at times too, because we will communicate to women the way we'll communicate to our best friends. And it's just, no, that's not always a way to do things, you know, um, there's times where you're going to have to do the majority of it is just listening, you know, or there's times that you're going to have to figure out on how that person wants to be communicated to the, uh, that's what like dating is about. So having that, uh, person that you're talking about, Toby say, why do I have to explain everything? Well, I mean, that's what good communication is, is telling your partner, like, what's up, you know, and you being able to communicate back in a, in the proper way. That's uh, yep. not sound like an asshole. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm mean? wrong. Yeah, yeah, because there's there's times where we're like, you know, we talk to each other. We could be harsh because that's the way we're that's the way we communicate because it has to be in your face sometimes. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, what doesn't always work, and, so- uh, and it does, sometimes it works for some some women. Some women want that, you know. So it just depends on the person, really. So what you're saying is that what what Dan just fully described, he just kind of erased on his own at the end by saying, it's really preference. I mean, it kind of is. Everybody's different, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, the whole so. you, I, you, I would that, think you, that there's you enough figure generalities. That, you have to figure it out. So I think what I'm trying to say is sometimes people bring relationships and they just see it as, uh, right, wrong, but there's no, there's not this gray area. Like, oh, you're a woman, yep. so you need to be this way, and it's just like, no, that's not, that's not how that goes, you know. So, uh, I'm mm-hmm. talking about my personal experience. I was, you know, Christian, you know, very sheltered, and I had the church's idea, my church's idea, and how things needed to be, and I thought that was the right way because I thought that was God's way of doing things, and I didn't know shit. I didn't know a thing. And then it wasn't until I started saying, okay, uh, let's look, let's see what else the church has to say about this. Couldn't find anything. Okay. We're going to go ahead and we're going to find out what other people that are not in the church are saying about this and how to be in a relationship, how to, how to flirt. I didn't know fucking how to flirt. You know, like I had to, I had to look at those examples. And so I had to I, I don't really know start church... from scratch. I don't, I don't know if the church tries to teach you how to flirt. Unless no, they you're don't. talking about no, no, in, they... in altar boys. <laughs> there it is. If, if, I, yeah. if, I can, you can say what you want, but I think I nailed it. Three priests when I was growing up, all <laughs> all in the papers for the same thing. Wow. Local. Yeah. But and my parents are like, yeah. you could have been an altar boy. I'm like, <laughs> what no. are you saying? <laughs> could have had my first sexual Dodge experience. The bolt I could have been fully experienced by the time I met my wife, as long as she likes strap-ons. So I just Googled, and just real quick, I didn't Google what Toby was talking about. Let's clarify that. That's Um, probably probably good. That's really good. Yeah, I don't want to be on that list. Um, Top 10 first dates, like where to bring them. And I'm curious. How kind of the conversation we did and how this breaks it down. The first one was askmen.com. Then there was a businessinsider.com, which I just got rid of that one. I mean, what does business insider know? And then straight Google, first date ideas. So I'm going to kind of just blend 
We'll go right from SMen.com. Number, I don't think they rank them in order, just 10 ideas. So I'm going to start on the bottom, work my way up just for fun. Hold on, Hold um, on for a second. Okay. Dan, is it yeah. just me or does it does it sound to you? And I already see a slight grin. Is it sounding to you like like he's going to a website called AssMen.com? Because I'm not <laughs> a hearing bit. a real pronunciation of a K in there. I'm not hearing AskMen.com. I'm hearing, well, I'm going to a first date, you know, suggestions from AskMen.com. Okay, well, let's let's hear how this one goes. It's, it's an acronym Should for asking some... serious situational <laughs> stuff. AskMen.com. I mean, I wasn't going to doubt that there would be suggestion, suggestions and, you know, yeah. tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's owned by a snake. AskMen.com. 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 All right. We're starting at the bottom. An extreme outdoor adventure. I don't it's recommend that. the highest that difficulty ever. level of your first date. Yeah, nope, I would I'm say never. No. No. Hey, by the way, do you watch Survivor? No. Sweet. Let's go to the let's go to the woods. <laughs> well, this has is even worse. Take your date bungee jumping, whitewater rafting, or skydiving. You know, Ted Bundy used to take some of his women out in the woods. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but you did. It was, just, I, a, you it was know, just a fact that jumped up on my head. It was just a fact that jumped in my head. I'm sorry. Go, go. <laughs> yeah, why'd you say it like that? Yeah, no shit. Ted like, Bundy used to he's like, you know, camping. Yeah. You know that Ted Bundy? He was a pretty good looking guy. He knew where to take girls on dates. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I, I would do the bungee jumping thing. I, I would see that as okay. But not something like... I don't think whitewater rafting or even skydiving. I mean, unless she's already into skydiving. Yeah. If she's you into skydiving. find out if she's. In, she, yeah, yeah. If she's into skydiving and you've never gone skydiving before, that's a great first date. Because one, it shows that you're willing mm-hmm. to do things that you normally haven't done. And two, it's going to show your vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. especially if you're afraid of heights and you're still willing to go. She's going to love you screaming like a little bitch the whole way down. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine though that's setting the bar pretty high. Does that person think, oh, all of these dates are going to be this wild? Like, not only that, like, just say hypothetically, you don't have a ton. Like, that's going to be an expensive first date. Like, do you try real hard and then it goes down, or do you set the bar a little bit lower, <laughs> and then that's the expectations, then maybe go up. I mean, just throwing another situation out there. You that's know? that's for, the, for the fellas fucking, or the ladies listening. That's a good idea too. Like, you know, I mean. You want to you want to set that you want to put your your first date like right in that midpoint, right? You don't want to go yeah. somewhere super also fucking at- expensive that's really <clears throat> fancy because now it's going to be that shit. We're gonna we're gonna do this all the time, but you don't want to also you also don't want to take her to fucking Applebee's. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is listen another slept on place. Chuck E. Cheese is a great place <laughs> for a fucking first date. I'm sorry. It is. It's a fun play or an arcade, like one of those arcade. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. We got a arcade. whole fucking list that we need to talk oh. about. I've had from ask. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, full disclosure, I've had five energy drinks. Um, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I, I just finished my coffee, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to rein it in as well. That's why I want to get one of those. So- Matt, what I was going to say a part of that is that, you know, going to the the skydiving thing, it's a nice thing because then you're putting yourself into her uh, world and to her, you know, 
what she's used to doing, you're a lot, you're asking, can I be a part of what you're into? Show me, show me, you know, the, your ways of doing things, uh, you know, sorry. So I thought fuck you, were trying you to move dude, you're just Bundy repeating talk. what I said with different words. You asshole. Did what you was the purpose GPT of having no, You didn't at. say that. What? You didn't say that. Okay. So let me throw this out there then, Dan. We're going to fight. So say her interests and stuff. No, I'm not going to say this. I'm going to take this back. I'm going to take that back. Nope. We're not going to go. All right. Let's go. Number two, <laughs> dancing, dancing of any kind. Maybe it's, you know, line dancing, club dancing. I don't, I guess it depends. That's a, <sighs> I'm not a dancer. Ballroom dancing. If I'm willing to it, look like a look like an idiot. Yeah. Anybody can do ballroom See, I like dancing. To dance. Like anybody can learn ballroom dancing. To to put that on the other end of the spectrum, anybody can learn to do the polka. If you're in the Midwest and you take a girl to go do the polka, it's a lot of fun. I've done that as yeah. first dates. I We've would have gone out. We we crashed. <laughs> We crashed a Midwestern fucking wedding reception and they we heard polka music as we were walking by. And I was like, you want to go? You want to go do the polka? And she's like, are you serious right now? I was like, yes. She goes, it's a wedding reception. I was like, I don't give a shit. She goes, all right. Everybody will be happy. (laughs) Yeah. And drunk. And we had a blast. Uh, So uh, dancing. Not bad. Not bad. I think that's a good idea. Uh, Next one. Cooking class. Yeah. Cooking class. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, Service I, is not offered where I am. I don't know about where you guys are. Like, there isn't anywhere that I've ever seen that you could bring someone to a cooking class. Maybe it's a side hustle up here, but I think that's a, that's a good one. Well, if the, if one's not available, there's another option. You find like a cool recipe, like a step-by-step on YouTube, and you just invite her over to make dinner together. And you go like, hey, I found this really cool recipe on YouTube, and I thought maybe we could watch the video and, and make it together and you can talk while you're doing it. And you know, you guys create this thing together. And if it turns out horribly, it turns out horribly, but you probably had a really fun time doing it. Do you think that some people would be a little intimidated to go to somebody's house on a first date? Throwing this out there as like a get, get like you know? an Airbnb or something or. Yeah, I think, you know, like uh, like with a dinner and stuff, there's always you always see on the TV shows and the movies and stuff like, oh, I got to go. There's an emergency at the house. Like, so they have like an exit strategy if they're at your house and somebody's, you know, giving off Ted Bundy vibes. <laughs> but no, I, I like the cooking class idea. Like yeah. I said, whether it's a home, I think you could get creative with that. I think that's a good one. Uh, this next one for me isn't really up my alley, but I could see that it would be for a lot of people like take them to a museum or an art gallery. Maybe they're a culture vulture is what it says on askmen.com. Again, like what Dan was saying earlier, though, you'd really you kind of have to feel out what the person was like to see if this would really be fitting for them. Because if not, that that's going one of two ways that that's either going really well or that's going horribly. And you're going to be looked at as a bore, especially if it's not up your alley. Like, I like art. Mm -hmm. I like sculptures. I, I really appreciate you know museums um but it's not like my my thing right so i might even seem bored going through doing it if like the you know what's on display or you know if the displays aren't really my thing so i don't know yeah. i'd put so that you could have a fun... down i'd put that further down on the list 
Yeah, but guys like you know that are quick witted and maybe like us, like you have a little flip on it, like, hey, so art really isn't my thing. It turns out this is kind of boring. You want to make fun of these arts, and yeah. you want to like you know you could potentially make it a little bit more fun like that. Be like, so somebody pay a hundred thousand dollars for that. Um, I made that same exact one when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> but David's like said, dick uh, is lower on the smaller list. than I thought it would be for an eight foot tall statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're into that, guess what? Date three is One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's going to be real nice. Or whatever the number is. Um, (laughs) It's not all about the size. You know, she comes up with that. Not all about the size. Hell yeah. Uh, Picnic in the park. Always a good idea. Not going to lie. Yeah, that's a good idea. Unless your first date's in December and you're where I am. That's not going to work out so well, but could make it fun. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Local yeah, I feel like a lot of these carnival. suggestions are are like during the spring and summer, t- spring, summer, fall suggestions. So let's let's just keep our mind out of dating in in, in the winter. <laughs> Which you know, Toby is the Good best. Go sledding. Yeah. Yeah. Sledding, sledding? Is, sledding is an amazing first awesome. date if you live in a place where there's fucking yeah. snow. Go sledding, have a snowball fight, sledding, make tubing. a snowman, fucking all of that. Ha-co- Brilliant. Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa at the end. Wrap it, yeah. Wrapping up in a, a, yeah, in, the, in a blanket. Yeah. Bring them to the mountain, like uh, one of the mountain ones, not Ted Bundy. Easy, Dan. <laughs> the ones that like at a ski resort right and stuff back. where they can do, okay, where they can do right. tubing and they clip onto the tubes and they bring you back up the hill is even better. Um, I mean, you're, you're Midwest guy, right? Yeah. Northern yeah, Midwest. So, so you've been to, you've probably or at least seen some of these places where, you know, you do the tubing or whatever, and they bring you back up. That's even better because for me, like my brain went like, if I want to go sledding and I got to mm-hmm. walk up and down that hill too many times, like I'm going to be fucking gassed, sweaty, smelly. Like, is that what you really want on a first date? But if they I'm ha- tubing. Yeah. Tubing would be better because uh, they have the, they have those little hook things and they kind of take you back up a hill. Yep. And you could say, I just went on a date with a bunch of hookers. Yeah. Maybe that's not something you... It's very true. <laughs> still <laughs> muted. Oh, uh, yeah. You're muted. Uh, still muted. Shit. Yeah. Sorry. Can't I just you. walked in at the exact wrong time. <laughs> I put on headphones. And no, like, it was the right you time. can say you went on a de- date with a bunch of hookers. What the fuck was just said? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see your reactions. We were talking about tubing, and then they hook you up and then bring you back up there. And I said, if all else fails, you could say you went on a date with a bunch of hookers. Not to ADHD out, but have you there? seen the videos of the people on TikTok who are letting their kids like sled down on a tube or a sled, but they have it hooked up to like a rope and then they have it on a big spool and they take a drill and they just go and pull the kids straight back up. 
brilliant. It's like the fishing thing with the when they hit the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, when it's they're just... training for baseball or softball. Yep. Real... Mm-hmm. That's brilliant, brilliant. Uh, not to transition the conversation, but here's how I'll play it. Um, because you were saying, have you seen a video? The kids and it triggered me. Remind me so we can get through the date thing to talk about what went down in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia specifically about okay. this uh the rage and pillage podcast my buddy burley showed some videos and rob about something and i i, I want to bring this up because it just triggered my brain it's going to be some interesting conversation um obviously okay. dinner at a restaurant was there bowling which we talked about is on this list um i like this one uh having a uh, like a going to a coffee bar or a place that has coffee and just having like a conversation over coffee mm-hmm. potentially i think that's a decent option yep um, unless you don't like coffee, um, then that might be. But they, like Dan said, they're going to have some hot cocoa or something. Yeah. Um, and then the last one that they had on this list, drinks at a bar. Drinks at a bar is not a bad one, but it can be potentially dangerous because you you're you want to have drinks, but not to the point that they get drunk. And you don't want to get true. drunk either. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, the drunk you is the honest you. That ain't fucking true either. Mm-mm. The drunk you is determined by the type of day that you've had or the or the week that you've been having. If you've been having a really good week, you're going to have be a happy-go-lucky partying fucking drunk. If you are going through some shit. Or how you're. Yeah, you're, you're going to lash you out. Nerves. Yep. You're going to be you're going to lash out. You're going to be ner- you know, you're going to be angry or you're going to be you're going to cry about shit like that's not who you are. It's not like you've got all that shit pent up and you're not willing to talk about it. It's just that stuff is now not controlled properly and it's coming out the wrong way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. It could go bad, but then at the same point, it could show a lot of flags. Like maybe, you know, um, you know, at my time when I was drinking too much, maybe I get on a first date at a bar. Next thing you know, I pound like six beers. Don't feel that drunk. And she's kind of like, Ooh, do you usually drink like that? This man, no, usually I have a couple shots in there. I'm like a 12 pack. I'm just having, you know what I mean? But then maybe it avoids some issues down the road. I don't, and maybe you're just like, oh, maybe does this girl party like this all the time? Cause you don't, uh, you don't really want the bar fly. You know, you know what I mean? But like most people, they go there. There's always some people, male or sometimes female, uh, females as well, where they're just, they're always at a happy hour. They're just always around the bar. Like, you know what I mean? They're they're there. They're partying a lot. You know, maybe some. You don't always. You know, like Ludacris, I think said it. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Hoes don't like, act right. Some the things, hoes on a mission. The hoes on a crack pipe. But some green flags <laughs> from that same type of situation are: Do they seem to know a lot of people? Are they coming here often? And if they are, that shows that one, they're kind of outgoing. Two, they they make they seem to make friends easy. You know, and as long as they're not out of control every time that they're there, I think that's a healthy environment. I used to spend I used to spend every Friday and Saturday night at the bar and every Sunday afternoon because we'd have Sunday fun day. But we'd be playing cornhole. I'd be hanging out with the same people. We'd be having good conversations. You know, we're being introduced to new people and we're not getting plastered every night. We just have found a very um, we've we found a mutual area that we can communicate and be ourselves and be relaxed. And if this person has found that the chance of you being introduced to other people that if you like that person, there's a pretty decent chance you're going to like the people that they hang out with, because, you know, as a society, we tend to hang out with people that are like minded. So you've got mm-hmm. the opportunity of opening yourself up to a whole new group of friends. 
It's true. Yeah. No, I can see that both ways, especially, and it's different. I believe, you know, there might be people watching like in a big, big city. Like we grew up um, smaller towns, you know what I mean? Where it's more kind of less options, but like you said, you know, more Sunday fun days, easy vibes where you go huge cities. I mean, unless you're the same oh, yeah. people are going to the same spot all the time, it's hard to run into the same circles and, and stuff. So I think that's where my brain is a little bit different because, you know, I can go to an area where, I mean, the, technically the place that I live is a dry town. There's not an actual bar. You can't have a bar in the place where I live. I mean, if you, if you live in Nashville and you're going to the, to the, through the, what do they call it? The boardwalk or whatever, every night or Broadway, whatever they call it. If you're going there every night, okay, one, you have a spending problem because that place is way too fucking pricey for anybody. I don't give a shit. If you're going there every night, you've got, I can imagine. Um, I've never been, I want to, (laughs) but secondly, there's just, there's, that's just, (laughs) it's like going to, if you live around a, uh, uh, a college town and you're going to the bars every night, that's a red flag too. I'm sorry. That's a red flag. You need to grow the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Looking yep, like no, the Matthew McConaughey yeah, and fucking, I mean, <laughs> what was it? Uh, God damn it. Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. He's just, just Matthew McConaughey-ing it. See all these college girls? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I think he actually said high school girls, didn't he? It was high school. You know what I like yeah, about high school? school. Yeah. Well, because he, yeah, he had graduated yeah. high school like seven years or five or seven years before that. And he's like, you know what I like about high school girls? <laughs> I keep getting older and they keep staying the same age. And you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. let's whoa. calm down there, yeah. buddy. All right. Times All right. were different back then. Imagine trying to put out a video like that to, uh, or a movie with the stuff today. No mm-hmm. way you can. No. So even if you saw la- it as a joke or maybe. A- the last thing okay. I'm going to ask before we trans uh, transition over to what um, Matt wanted me, uh, us to remind him of is. Oh, shit. Friend, Georgia. Is it a good idea or a bad idea in your opinions to date within your own friend group? Mm. Small town, big town, or just in general? We'll say in general. In general? We'll in general. I mean, obviously, I say, in a small it's, town, it's a more it, it, dangerous situation in a small town. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you have like, I mean, I, I could see it both ways. You know what I mean? It, it, here's my thing. Has this friend dated other friends or is this friend just kind of always been a friend in the circle i think it's a bad idea if the you know what i mean if it's a buddy's ex-girl or anything like that like that could that's a weird situation it happens all the time where i'm from i've seen it you know they date first of all if you're if your buddy is a is a complete asshole the the fucking guy rule states you don't date your friend your 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 friend's ex Mm -hmm. i think we can all agree with that if you're if your best friend mm-hmm. or a guy friend of yours that you're you're close with or you're good really good friends with, if he breaks up, you don't look at that as an opportunity to get a girl because now one, you're an asshole. Cause now it looks like you've mm-hmm. been waiting for that moment to happen. And two, you've mm-hmm. just made everything fucking awkward for everybody. Yeah. Because everybody. either you're not and coming around like anymore. <laughs> Yeah, either you're not coming around anymore or you're bringing her over and now everybody's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whose side are we on? Can we? Yeah. And most likely you're bringing around a bunch, of, a bunch of guys that just got done talking shit about this girl to make your buddy feel good about himself. 
Had a, had a buddy that kind of did something like unless that. Unless he was an asshole, then you fucking do it all day and you rub it in he his was goddamn face. He was an asshole. Mm-hmm. He was an asshole, yeah. To um, My friend was uh, dating this girl and this other friend of mine, he somehow got with her. She got in front of the, in front of the youth group and said, uh, God wants me and uh, you know him to take a break from dating right now. So basically she could get with this other guy. And I they got together a little bit and um got very awkward that they almost got into a fist fight uh at church it was great (laughs) and then uh about two weeks later she got up in front of the youth group and said me uh god wanted us to get back together (laughs) i'm like i i Mm. turn i turned to one of my friends and next me i go i wish god would make up his mind (laughs) (laughs) jesus Yeah, using God as the scapegoat here. Come on, All right? Yeah. I mean, I can Just use an imaginary great friend as a scapegoat at any time. I don't need. <laughs> yeah, it was very awkward, but at the same time, it was it was some fun drama at the same time. Not gonna lie. I mean, a, a, a fist fight in a church must like or a church group or something. That, that does that happen often? That can't happen that much, right? Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens happen? what happened? Like what's, a lot what, more what, often than you think. It, I, yeah. It happens for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What's the punishment for that? <sighs> Cut I it out. That's all <laughs> yeah. that's, so there's hey, nothing. Hey, love thy neighbor. Well, you might. You love might. Love thy neighbor. You might be asked to. Might be asked to leave. Not come back. Oh. You get to hang out with your friends. What? What a horrible thing that would <laughs> okay. be at the church. At the church. The fucking right. video. Oh, I just. I, you I just it, yeah. saw. If you get... I just saw a video of Dan. <laughs> I laughed so goddamn hard, and I know it was a repost where it was like, <laughs> Dan knows where I'm going with no, this. No, that 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 yeah. I re I redid the joke. I oh, redid okay. the joke. Well, no, it was the it was the one yeah. where the guy goes, "Who's got the uh, who's oh. what what? Book, oh yeah, yeah. I know. What I book has has the most annoying fans? And this guy just stitches it and he goes, "The Bible, the Bible." <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I mean, he's not wrong. You don't see, you don't see Harry Potter, you don't see Harry Potter fans coming knocking on my door. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I All think right, maybe Atlanta. these people in Atlanta, Georgia, should need um, maybe some more Jesus in their life. Uh, so I don't, you guys maybe have heard of this, maybe you haven't. And like I said, I heard of it because of the Raging Pillow podcast. There's an Atlanta dance studio. That is in the center of controversy, for in my opinion, the right way. They are offering mommy and me pole dancing classes. There is moms and young children that are taking pole dancing classes. Wait. Do you say and young <laughs> children? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Like... Um, there's there's a video on YouTube, and it's I'm not like obviously doing it, you know, but there's Jesus. no. Yeah, and it's not like uh, I mean they're not making it a what we would think typical pole dancing um, is the thing. Obviously, they're all wearing full clothes, um, not Wait. any weird outfits or you know anything. But it's called Mommy and Me Pole Classes. This is at the Pink Pole Studio in Atlanta. Now hmm. I will say this: uh, my wife and I um, frequently watch pole dancing competitions i don't know if you guys have ever seen them Mm -hmm. but it is an art is an undiscovered art form to most people that is just 
beautiful. It is breathtaking. What and they'll have they have mm-hmm. usually like two to three poles. And some of these some of these women, the acrobatics, like going from one pole to the other, and they go to a song and it's like it's like watching somebody, it's like watching a ballet on a pole. And it's it can be just stunning and beautiful and telling this amazing story. Mm-hmm. So I'm not opposed to it, but I mean, well, we'll show you the still, footage and then see yeah. if you think this is a beautiful thing. So or <laughs> I was, yeah. So my initial reaction was like, no. And then I started thinking about, it. I'm like, well, things are starting to change with that. As yeah, Toby and I mean, was, Toby was saying. Yeah, and it could. I mean, I'd have to imagine, and this is a guy that hasn't like spent time on it, so I'm not trying to be judgmental or whatever. Like, I <laughs> would have to imagine it's pretty good exercise, good oh, cardio. Yeah. You're doing a lot with strength, condition. You know what I mean, stuff like that. But there's there. But uh, I'll, I'll roll the video. This is one from. What's this video from? This is on the YouTube of the Atlanta News First, and uh, they did a story, obviously, on it. There's some footage. Apparently, there is footage everywhere on this uh whether it's going to be tiktok instagram youtube whatever it's been a been a big piece of conversation i'm not gonna play the audio but there's definitely some video of the club some kids moms daughters sons it looks like fun yeah yeah yeah, Looks I don't fine. see it as a like a yeah like a terrible bad thing. It's not like they're doing no. moves or anything. You know, they're cl- and for anybody that's just listening, you know, it's just there was a bit of, you know some the kids are physically climbing it like a like in gym class when you're doing the rope climb back in the day. I don't know if they do that anymore. Um, you know, doing you know some spins or I don't I don't know the terminology, but um, I don't see it as like a weird thing. But the internet is all over them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I no, wearing, regu- because- looks like they're wearing regular clothes. Yeah, it's because the internet can't, like, we've gotten to the point in society where people have to voice their distaste or their opinion. Like, I wish we would see, I, I, I see nothing wrong with what, what's going on there. I, I honestly don't. I wish people would, would be just as willing to post their positive statements about shit like this on social media mm-hmm. as they as they are about posting their negative comments. Like, I don't know what it is about people that gains them, um, makes them feel some sort of empowerment to, to say something negative about something and not say something positive. Like what is, is it because you get more attention by being negative? Is that, is that what it is? I don't. And let's be honest, anybody that's reposting or doing an article or anything on that knows that they can put headlines like kids pole dancing and stuff like that because pole dancing is often associated with you know strip clubs and 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 adult style things where you know you have toby that you know just explain like it can be a beautiful art form and i know people that you know locally that they've either started classes or they do it they do the same thing they don't call it pole dancing but there's the art form of not only that with the pole, but the, that's going to sound like an idiot, but the, the silks, the like cloth or the, silk. the silks or whatever. It's they do the stuff silks, like that which, for, you know, their exercise. Yeah. So if for anybody that's for anybody that has a problem with somebody learning the silks, first of all, that shit's fucking difficult. Secondly, um, don't ever watch a pink concert because she does it constant. That first of all, I love pink. I'll say it. I, I've got no problems mm-hmm. with that. I absolutely love Pink. She puts on probably the best concert of anybody. Um, she's 
got some of the best music. Was she the, the one that music. fell out and broke her back one time? Wasn't it her? I or, have not heard what? that. Um, I thought it was, she, it was Pink yeah. or somebody big like that was doing like an does, aerial thing and she, fell out. She does a lot of aerial stuff. Um, and she does uh, work with the silks and everything. And, and the silks is just as beautiful as of a thing as the women that do pole dancing for the same thing. Like it's it's another it's another physical form of art, in my opinion, in my opinion. I'm not saying that's how everybody yep. should think about it. I'm sure that we're going to have plenty of people disagree with it. Um, I tried to the point where I like tried to get my own wife to learn pole dancing and stuff not to like turn me on or anything like that but one uh, is it's really good for fitness but two i i just felt like mm -hmm. it would be something that mm -hmm. she would enjoy and something that yeah. i could appreciate by looking at it in a different light than what other people you know what other people usually think of i mean i already get people and you <laughs> you ended up using the pole more than her yeah like twice as much yeah he went that's nice. how I found out that poles spin and that the women don't spin. The pole spins. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I was surprised when I figured that out, too. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I don't have. I a mean, pole, not but... all of them, obviously, not all of them, but a, a vast majority of the poles actually spin around a, a center rather than the women mm -hmm. spinning around the pole. A uh, quick callback. Pink did get hurt in 2010. It was a while ago, but she fell. She had an accident in one of her um, aerial stunts and uh, oh, had to crazy. be hospitalized when she was in Germany. Ooh. Yeah, she just recently yeah, did another one that's but... starting to like everybody's starting to post about it on. Like the big the big argument right now is who's who's bigger, like Pink or Taylor Swift. But when you go if you go to anybody else's concerts and you compare it to a pink concert. Yeah, the fans might be hyped up and everything, but Pink puts herself like in this harness that's like attached at four points throughout the stadium and they can put her anywhere in that stadium and they have it pre-programmed and they will launch her all the way out to the people way up in the big seats and they will just have her string across and she loves it. She waves at them, she'll nice. go by and she'll touch them, touch their hands and everything and she goes by. Like to have that's that cool. type of engagement with your fan base, you know, oh, yeah, I understand you're up in the nosebleed seats and you don't really get to see me except for on this giant Titan Tron or whatever. Hey, you know what? I'm going to bring myself to you. And out she goes. And, yeah. And she's interacting. That's with wild. Her. Like Pink is an amazing person to me, if you ask me. Yeah. Hmm. We got no problems. We got no beef with Pink. There is. Incredible voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing voice. Yeah. She's one of the, she's got a very, like, she's one of these people that doesn't have all the other shit layer on top of her in order to sing. Mm -hmm. um, like yep. Lady Gaga, like a lot of people thought that Lady Gaga couldn't, like, and then she came out and sang, like, naturally, no music behind her or nothing. Holy shit, that woman can sing. Um, you don't get one, that big, that popular and sell out stadiums if you don't have talent. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Because there's a well, lot of talent. I mean, Millie Vanilli and, did uh, it too. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's an exception to every rule, they say. Let's, did you guys let's, see? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was no, just going to go. That's <laughs> right, so really quick. Really quick. I'm going to go. So, one, great, one thing about this great about uh, Lady Gaga is that she can play all of her songs on her piano because that's where she writes them. Mm -hmm. And man, when she just goes to the piano and just sings some of her pop songs on the piano, I'm like, man, I like this version better. 
Yeah. Then oh, yeah. It's absolutely. not bad the first time. Yep. No, I was just going to say, I didn't realize, but um, when I was searching just some pink facts, just to throw in something fun when I didn't find really anything cool, um, Beyonce came out with a country song that apparently is yeah. in the news a lot. I haven't heard it. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how really you could. Care. I mean, uh, like you, that... you must be off of social media altogether if you have not heard it not even once. Because I don't really get on there. I post on she... like all of the accounts and then I get back off. I, I, yeah, legit, she... I, I, I'll look it up if you think it's worth it. But I... she came out with it and I was live and everybody's like, Toby, what do you think about Beyonce's country album? I'm like, first of all, you're asking me about country. I don't fucking like country to begin with. In most modern country, I can't Same. stand if you want to ask me about country, ask me about country in the 90s, right? Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, Reba McIntyre, those that country. Ask me about that because I listened to it back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, it's not bad. I, I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's amazing. I'm going to say it's a country song that sounds like it came from a pop artist. It, it's got a very like said, pop. I, I mean, it's got a very pop kind of feel to it. And there's been a lot of people that have crossed over into country and this and that. Like you said, I am not a country person at all, so I can't judge anything. But I, you guys mentioned Lady Gaga. She did country, country at some point. I think country music right now is kind of in that genre where they're st- they sound either pop or rock. Uh, well, like yeah, because you've got that mix country, of pop, country, rock. Yeah, well, you've got that mix that you're you're starting to kind of move away from what they call stadium country or the stadium mm-hmm. rock kind of yeah. country and a more pop mm-hmm. culture style, you know, more pop style country, uh, which is hilarious right. because pop music is getting less pop music. And it's becoming more like angsty, like pop music is, is like popular mm-hmm. pop music. Now is like very angsty type of music. Like, like everything's about pain now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like bluegrass thankfully bluegrass is kind of starting to make a comeback which i love bluegrass and but i don't consider I love bluegrass blue, too i do not consider bluegrass to be country though um and then you've got mm. country which is becoming your pop so everything's kind of intermingling um one yeah. last thing i wanted to ask you guys about and this is probably going to bring us over but i've got to ask about it today there's a teacher you can probably find this article there's a teacher that during february was doing um I, I don't know the exact details of it but the internet's apparently in an outroar not in the art not in the posting Shocker. that i saw there was a lot of positive uh discussion about it uh there's a teacher that during february um put her doors to her classroom oh. says whites only heard about and it colors only on it yeah now i understand the reasoning behind it like <clears throat> i can look at that and say this is a teacher this is not somebody that's doing something racially motivated. This is somebody that's showing their their kids educating and educating them on history because as we all know, if if you if you ignore history, you're bound to repeat it, right? So I have a feeling mm-hmm. that there's a really good lesson involved here, as well as making people understand and feel uncomfortable by seeing if people are feeling uncomfortable by seeing it, good. Then the lesson has been learned. And, and we've shown that we can move forward as a country because people didn't fucking feel uncomfortable about that shit not too long ago. Right. Like even when my parents yeah. were kids, that's not there it is. So what do you guys mm-hmm. feel about that? And it, I, I guess is the last thing I really wanted to kind of discuss. Do you think this was 
good on this teacher for kind of stepping up and saying, you know what, I'm not going to allow my students to not know about this. I'm not going to allow history to repeat itself eventually by not discussing it or saying that this is what things are. Do you think maybe she should have done this in a different month where it's not Black History Month? Or do you think this was the right time to do it? Yeah. yeah. Um, Dan, I'll let you answer. I just want to paint the, the scene super quick for anybody that's just listening. There's a sign that says Sears Department Store only 1930. Then there's two doors. One says the colored entrance and one says white entrance. And they're obviously like, like classroom doors or, or, or something. I don't know what they are, but that's that's what the picture is um, that, that we're talking about that we, that we found on the Internet. I get what Toby's saying, uh, where I kind of see it as I think that there's still reasons why people uh, get triggered when they see something like this. And it, it's understandable. There's still people that are alive that uh, used to see that stuff. Yeah. You know? And so um, there is definitely a push to not let that happen again or not normal, normalize uh, that type of behavior. So I, I, I kind of get it on both ends. I understand it. Is it the right time? I don't know. You know, uh, but I do understand the anger that when someone sees this or a group of people sees this and they're, they get upset. Yep. And it, what's crazy to not bring anything. That's almost a hundred years ago from this 1930 in this mm. scenario to, mm-hmm. to, to obviously what it is now. And like I said, it was a, it was, it was a much different, different time for if you're a history teacher and you want to show the history kids, you know, sometimes need a visual to be like, this is what it was like. Like, you had to go here or and you had to go here. Like it, it it was a dark time. And like you said, you guys don't want it to go back to this. I mean, is there a better way to do it? I don't know. I'm not in the, uh, I'm not a teacher. I'm not in there. And it, it got their attention. It's something the kids are definitely never going to forget. It's a bold I mean, move. Ex- exactly. It's a very bold it, move. And I, I mean, I, I think we could, as much as we probably wouldn't want to admit it, I think we all kind of have to admit it. We all have a relative that that is looking at that and going it should still be that way a male female i don't give a shit like we all have a relative that's that would see that photo and be like and that's how it should still be and that's the problem so Mm -hmm. i think it's a good idea and i think during black history month is a good uh, time to do it because people need to people need to understand what people went through and it wasn't right and we need to learn as a country and, and move forward from that but the fact that that mentality we all know still exists in people is what really kind of fucking throws me. And I think it's because throughout the years yeah. we've been ignoring this type of education that we've been ignoring, bringing up these type of topics. You know, my own son who passed away and was mixed, got kicked out of class one day because they were talking about civil war for like over a week and a half, they were talking about the Civil War for over a week and a half, two weeks or something like that. And he had asked, when are we going to talk about slavery? When are we going to talk about that part of the war? He goes, and he said, I know that's not exactly everything that the war was about, but why has it not come up? Not one time. And he was asked to be quiet. Mm -hmm. about it. And he's like, why? He goes, I'm not going to be quiet about it. He goes, look at me. This is part of my history. At what point in time do we get to discuss this part of history? And we're in North Carolina and he was asked to leave. Mm -hmm. I got called up to the school to come in because he got kicked out of school for the day. And I had to go up and discuss with the teacher why 
what he said wasn't inappropriate. And she says, well, it made other kids in the mm. class uncomfortable. I'm like, fucking good. Because that's the purpose yeah. of having these discussions is to get <clears throat> people out of their comfort zone and understand. If you feel uncomfortable, there's a reason for it. If you see something and you, it doesn't make you feel right, there's a reason for that. It's because it's not fucking right. And it needs to be vocalized and yeah. it needs to be discussed. So right. I think it's I think it's a good move on the fucking teacher, personally. I remember the one of the times that I got really angry about things that were not in the history books was the uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre. Oh, Black happened. Wall Street. Do you guys hear about that? Black Wall Street. Yeah. Black Wall oh, yeah. Street. I, I found found that found out about that uh two, 2018-2019 i first heard about that from a, a work colleague of mine yeah and they told me about it. i'm like what wait, wait what yeah what happened and i mm-hmm. i just like that's just i mean i i believe it yeah but just crazy that that was left out of the history books <laughs> There's a lot. Not only that, could you? Ima- I I couldn't imagine. At one point in my life, like I I wanted to go be a teacher, and th- like you said, you, you whether you think it's right or wrong, almost everything you can do as a teacher these days are scrutinized so badly. That's you know whether it's you know teaching a history like lesson like this, or you know locally where we were, there there was a a, a situation over you know like rainbows and being positive that went like that yeah. that got misconstrued. Like almost everything is just scrutinized so much. Bro, it's, like it's, it's I would tough. imagine it's not, a, it's not an easy job. I would imagine the hardest teaching job to have, especially in today's society, would be a history teacher. It's got to be. Mm, it's yeah. got to be because you're so yep. limited it's and you're constantly school restricted on that. what you can talk about. Are you kidding me? Like, like, like yeah. social studies. When I was growing up, we learned about all sorts of things, but you can't talk about this or you can't talk about that. And, and it's constantly changing. Like just the things that I've talked to my kids about, about what they learn in history, they'd learn about the similar timeline. And I'd be like, well, what'd you think about this? And they go, we didn't learn about that. I'm like, what? what why? Like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know about sure it. So I couldn't ask state, why we're not know? learning it. And I was like, no, you're right. But this is how history yep. repeats itself because we're constantly erasing shit out of history. And we need to, we need to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah history Sorry, was I didn't mean wild. A different time. on a, yeah, on a no. low note. <laughs> no, it's no, it's good. Like, but either way, let's um, let's say our goodbyes. This was fun. Like I said, yeah. I mean, anywhere from dating vice to history. I mean, this is the beauty of it. We can go off on a tangent on whatever we want, and it's uh, no, it was awesome. Like I said, a little bit of everything. So if you're here for dating advice, you just got some education as well so uh we'll be back next week it'll be march we'll talk about some more stuff you know what we're gonna talk oh, about i don't know because we don't plan anything it'll be march already is crazy which is beautiful for me because we might actually get weather above 30 soon and and so, i know um, you're a huge basketball fan so you've got march madness coming up yeah hell yeah hell yeah and like i said we're not a sports show but there's some shit that's gonna go down that we might talk about because we're dudes being dudes so obviously dan Toby, can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, askmen.com, for all your information as well. And uh, go Google some stuff. Educate your stuff. <laughs> Athmen. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. I got to go. Toby, Dan. I'll talk about Toby. There you go. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Dylan. And I'm Cameron. And we're the hosts of Barstool Film School, a conversational comedy podcast about the very best bar movies. You know, the ones that are like perfect to watch when you're hanging out in a bar with friends. Now, uh, I'm a writer and a film school washout. And I'm a bar owner. So we ought to know what we're talking about. <laughs> you would hope. Tune in every other week, wherever you get your pods, as we take on a new flick. And we will pair those flicks with some cocktails. To see if they pass the bar. Now, uh, what do you say, Cam? Shall we pour ourselves another round? Let's do it. All right. All right. 